Welcome back to the 7B Podcast. I'm Emily Bosong, a staff writer for the Bonner County Daily Bee. This week on the podcast, we're going to talk about kombucha. So kombucha, what is it? I remember a few years ago, there was a kombucha craze, but it seems to be picking up more and more. It's cross-generational. It's Everybody's doing it now instead of just this certain niche group. Kombucha, bucha, or as I sometimes call it, kombucha, is a fermented tea. It has been drunk for thousands of years and originated in China. You've probably seen it in health food stores or in the health sections of stores. Kombucha is made by adding a specific strains of bacteria, yeast, and sugar to black or green tea or any other tea, and then it's allowed to ferment for a week or two in a warm, dark location. My mom typically ferments it for a month or so when we make it at home, but some people only do it for a week or two. During this process, bacteria and yeast form a SCOBY, which it starts as a mushroom-like film and eventually turns into this multi-layered circular blob. I know it doesn't sound very appetizing, but you don't eat the SCOBY. And it's this rubbery symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast, and that's what ferments the kombucha and makes it into the bubbly drink we all love. And as the SCOBY grows, it also reproduces, and you can tear it apart and make multiple scobies, and you can have more than one batch of kombucha going at, going at the same time. The fermentation process produces acetic acid, which is also found in vinegar and several other acidic compounds. And then there are trace levels of alcohol and gases that make it carbonated. Typically, they always have a warning on the kombucha bottle saying don't drink when you're pregnant and ask your doctor. I don't think you can get drunk on kombucha, but I believe there was a famous athlete who claimed that's why his DUI happened because of kombucha. But that would be gallons upon gallons of gallons to even show of alcoholic contact. Anyway, but if you do let your kombucha go too long, it will turn into vinegar. I've done this a few times, but I don't know, now you've got something to clean the house with. So I sat down with Chantel Edmondson of Bonner Bucha and she shared me her kombucha journey. So let's start at the beginning. So um, how did it all start, like Bonner Bucha? Like, mm-hmm. what's your kombucha journey, you know? Yeah. So it was actually kind of forced on me at first. A friend gave me a scoby and was like, I've been making kombucha. It's awesome. You have to try it. I'm like, ew, gross. No. <laughs> it grows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, just kind of started making it against my will a little bit and then kind of fell in love with it and started having fun with different flavor combinations and stuff, and then um, started bringing samples to a Bible study that we were going to, and everybody there was like, oh, this is really good. This is different than everything else, you know? There's even one lady who's like, I've been making kombucha for 20 years, and I can't get it to taste like this. Oh, wow, that's awesome. You know, so they were asking me for tips and stuff, and they're like, do you sell it? I'm like, not really. <laughs> so it just, it, it kind of blew up really fast asked and we didn't really mean to start a business but it was like okay if we're gonna sell it we have to get licensed with the Panhandle mm. Health District and go through all these things so we did that and um, started doing the Apple Farmers Market right after that yeah and just putting putting everything out on Facebook yeah. right and started getting um, a consistent customer base where people were ordering you know, a couple of quarts every other week and whatever, and oh, a new flavor come, came out, I have to try that. And, you know, um, we tried to get into the Sandpoint 
farmer's market, but we were a little bit late this year. So mm -hmm. we're hoping to be in next year. Right. Yeah, and then our first big order was jitters. Okay, yeah, and I see those. She asked for 18 cases. We're like, oh, okay, that's a lot. So is that 18 at a time or just 18 up front? In one order because she wanted to put us in nine locations and two okay. cases per location. Mm -hmm. So she wanted it to all roll out at the same time. So, And that was right in the middle of the uh, fall festival in Rathdrum. So it took us a good month and a half to get that all set, but... Yeah, we got it out to her, and then word got out even more, and just different businesses have reached out to us. Hey, I want to stock your product. And it's tough being a small business owner. You have to wear a lot of hats, and but you don't know what you're doing in a lot of areas. But with marketing and graphic design, you know, I made the logo myself. And it's a good simple logo, and it's uh -huh. like, oh, Bonner Bucha. I know what kombucha is, and uh -huh. oh, it's Bonner County. I'm like, hmm. I feel like you really hit all the bases on being uh -huh. local. It's fun to say, too. Bonnerbucha. Get some Bonnerbucha. <laughs> oh, exactly. And then um, I feel like kombucha's gotten more and more popular just because all the different types there are. Like, I, I can think of, like, five brands off mm -hmm. the top of my head. Mm -hmm. And so how has that helped um, just your business in the sense of people are more familiar with the product and they want to shop local? Like, has that helped or... Do you have competition, you know, with these bigger companies? Um, I haven't really seen a whole lot of competition. When we're at markets, people either have no idea what kombucha is, can't even say it. You know, they'll walk by, by our booth and, like, mispronounce it. You like know, kombucha or whatever. Kombucha? You know, they're all confused. So we have to explain to them what it is and stuff. And then there are people like, I've tried it, but it's gross. And we're like, okay, but try ours, you know, fair. and um, we'll give out samples, and, and we definitely turn people into kombucha lovers. So you said, um, like, one person went to a Bible study, been making it for years. What is, why does yours taste different, like, as much as you are allowed to tell me? Like, mm -hmm. I know some people do different teas, like, or they'll do a green and a black. Mm -hmm. So do you do anything? Are you using a different tea? What is it? We just use black tea, but I think it's just the flavor combinations and the amount of uh, flavoring that I put into okay. it. and. Um, how long we ferment it for. Or maybe your Step sugar intake. I know some places, are, some are almost more soda-y. Yeah. And others are like cold press. So and, most know. commercial kombuchas, all the big guys for the most part, they uh, force carbonate. So they're injecting CO2 in it. And we don't do that. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit of uh, carbonation, but not a whole lot. So people that hate soda, they love this stuff, whereas they don't like most other kombucha. And then also most commercial kombucha has sugar added after fermentation, okay. which we don't do that. So um, it's good for diabetics because it is low in sugar. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is um, we don't pasteurize. Okay. It's so counterintuitive that a lot of these big breweries uh, pasteurize their product. It kills all the probiotics. That's the whole point of kombucha. And then they'll add in their own probiotics afterwards. So this has the naturally occurring blend of probiotics that, you know. Yeah. you got to be smarter at reading the label. Because a lot of them it's, it's, oh, it's this and this and this. And you're like, why are there 28 grams of sugar added after? Exactly. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm like, but it's fermenting. It shouldn't. So even I was like, why? 
So is this good? Is it not uh-huh. good? Should I get a Dr. Pepsi or what? You know what I mean? It's- right. And that was a big reason why we started this business. We realized a lot of kombucha has all this added sugar and it's not, it's almost false advertising. It doesn't have the benefits that a homemade natural kombucha would have. And so that was our mission mm-hmm. to create a product that is a home-style kombucha, not a commercial type that you would normally find in stores. Yeah, and then tell me about um, your flavor combinations. Like, how are you experimenting with flavors? Have you found some good ones? Have you found some that will never see the light of day? Like, how does that work? Uh, one thing that will never see the light of day is kafucha. Like coffee flavor? <laughs> you can make kombucha with coffee instead of tea. And I was like, oh, it's worth a try. So I made a little sample for ourselves. It's pretty terrible. So I would not I feel like you it. could do it maybe with chaga tea. Mm. But I'm wondering probably the caffeine and the bitterness was the trick. Is that yeah. what the... Yes. It was pretty terrible. I think I've seen one of the... I'm, I haven't bought it. I think I saw yeah, one. Yeah, it's but around. I, I don't know. It's around because I tried three different kinds. You know, okay. I made it three different ways and they were all not, not my favorite. I know. Um... For me, my favorites, anything with basil or ginger. I've seen that a lot of huckleberry yeah. basil. And it's one of those yeah. things where you like basil, but then you're like, no, it feels really good in your so stomach. You know? Yes. Uh huh. And ginger, too, is so good for you. And so. I feel like with the kombucha, the, the ginger's just a right amount of kick. Like, it's one of those mm-hmm. things you, people that may, don't like just start popping sugared ginger or ginger. Right. It's, I don't know. It's good for the it's probiotics, good for the yes. gut. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, what's your number one flavor? Like, what's, what is most requested? Our best seller was lemon huckleberry. Huckleberry. Like anything with huckleberry, people mm-hmm. just have to try it. Um, we're not making it during fall and winter, um, but we do have a little bit left at Mountain Traders. Okay. We've got just a couple left. You guys are almost, like, all over the county now with where you're delivering. Like, how, how is that process? Are you driving them around or do you have like a delivery service now we're doing it ourselves it's my husband and me so we live in sagal he works in post falls so you know he just drops them off when he's making his route from sagal to post falls and then i schedule a sandpoint deliveries for me when i have to go to town for my kids jujitsu or whatever that makes sense (laughs) so it's all pretty convenient considering we're doing deliveries in two counties Mm. you know Almost three or almost. What's next for the business? Are you thinking of, I mean, I don't know, like, what would you do next for this? Like, would you go up sizes or expand even further or, like, have a shop or something? Or what are you thinking? I don't know about a shop. I yeah, I, I was but, like, um, I don't know. <laughs> to be able to be in more restaurants okay. and more stores would be nice. And then doing more markets next year, more mm-hmm. events. Because it, it actually surprised me. I'm an introvert through and through oh, yeah. and I am not a salesperson so when we first started markets I was like freaking out a little bit and my husband's not much of a salesperson either we're both like Ugh. but we got into a rhythm we got really good at it and I find myself actually missing markets now like I really liked connecting with the customers yeah. and talking to them and changing people's minds on kombucha is the best too <laughs> it's like kombucha is like two type of people people that like take it they actually get the healthy ones. Oh, my doctor recommended did it. Then there's, they're not the cult, but, you know, there's the energy drink people. Then there's the kombucha people. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's the coffee people. But it's almost <laughs> like, 
they're like very passionate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a devout thing. Yeah. <laughs> but have you um, have you been like? Do you feel like you have to like coach people into being like? Because you're saying no, this is what kombucha is. Or mm-hmm. Does that happen a lot now, or is it is it, it, is it popular quite often? Then? When we're at markets, it happens okay. quite often. Yeah. <laughs> I would say at least half of the people that try our samples tell me that they don't like kombucha or that they've never had it. Yeah. And then do you guys have kids? And mm-hmm. Do they like the kombucha? They love okay. it. Okay. <laughs> they love it. And we've kind of cut them off since it became a business. It was like, hey, we can't be drinking two gallons a week between all of us. So I actually have my three oldest have their own that they manage themselves and um, so they're making their own kombucha but they help out with us all the time and yeah how many um, because I'm just thinking like the size of the operation like how much how much are you making a week like gallon amount because mm-hmm. I'm seeing like she's got so many different flavors here here I, I've done small one gallon batches yeah how much is like how many jars are we talking yeah. to do all this? So our thing, too, is to keep it in smaller batches and not do these huge, yeah. like, thousand-gallon things. Um, so our first fermentation is just in two-and-a-half-gallon jars. And we've got about 15 of them that we were – that's how much we were doing in the summer. We've tapered down a lot for the winter, mm-hmm. um, which is surprising because – Kombucha is good for your, like, immune health, mm-hmm. you know. It's really good to be drinking it in the winter when you're worried about getting sick and stuff. But um, a lot of people don't want a cold drink when it's cold outside. So. And you can't really, you can't really heat this up with... Yeah, and uh, our apple yeah. chai flavor, I've warmed it up, and it's good. Okay. Um, and the that. pumpkin spice as well. So that's why I tried to make fall flavors. So it's like, you, you can warm it up. It I works. haven't seen the... Um, pumpkin spice. I wonder if it's sold out in some of these locations. <laughs> Who bought the apple chai? It's at Mountain Traders. Okay. They have some. Yeah. And it's actually really good. Even people that like kombucha kind of turn up their nose like pumpkin spice kombucha. That's a little weird. I feel like, depending on what brand you're getting, you know these ones are good, these ones are good. Those ones are trendy, like certain flavors, or mm-hmm. like this one has spirilla or however the heck you say it. Like all of these things, you're like, that my body needs it. <laughs> or like some of the mushroom ones, you're like, all I taste is bubble. You know what I mean? It's not, so if it yeah. tastes good mm-hmm. and it's good for you and it actually has a flavor, I mean, yep. then why get a soda pop? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And that's why like, we did our lemon elderberry spice too, trying to yeah. boost that immunity, you know. Adding beverages like kombucha to your diet might improve your health in many ways. And then there's also water and water kefir or milk kefir, which are similar to kombucha in the sense of that they're fermented and you can make them at home. They kind of remind me a bit more of an old-fashioned soda instead of a bubbly tea. Some people have used it as an alternative for sugary drinks and soda pop. But is it better for you? Kombucha has been known to have health benefits. It is rich in probiotics and contains, contains antioxidants, which kill harmful bacteria and may, may help fight several diseases. A large amount of bacteria also grows in the mixture, although there's, there's still debating of whether or not there's evidence for um, probiotic benefits of kombucha. It does contain um, 
species of lactic acid bacteria which may have probiotic function you'd have to ask your doctor and then probiotics um, provide your gut with healthy bacteria these bacteria can improve many aspects of health including digestion inflammation and even weight loss this has been emily bosong with the 7b podcast thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time